It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound mm, Kitchen. Yummy. And Susan Owens Beef Cooking. Hello, everyone. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen. Today we have a co-chef in the kitchen with us, listener W.M. Hunt from New York City in the U.S., who wrote a This I Believe essay just for us. As you know, I'm always happy to have help in the Sound Kitchen. The more cooks, the merrier. You can write in about your community hero. You can write in about an event that changed your life. You can write in about the book you're reading. The possibilities are endless. But an essay contest I am particularly fond of is inspired by Edward Murrow, the great American radio journalist. Every evening on his radio show in the 1950s, a listener would read an essay about the principles that guided his life. This is how Murrow introduced the series. This, I believe. By that name, we bring you a new series of radio broadcasts presenting the personal philosophies of thoughtful men and women in all walks of life. In this brief time each night, a banker or a butcher, a painter or a social worker... People of all kinds who need have nothing more in common than integrity, a real honesty, will talk out loud about the rules they live by, the things they have found to be the basic values in their lives. I hope you'll be inspired by these essays to reflect on what you believe and to send it to the Sound Kitchen. Today's essay is by W.M. Hunt. What makes a photograph great by W.M. Hunt. I'm a fellow who has been looking at and talking about photographs for many years. During the recent staying at home part of the pandemic, I went down a wonderful rabbit hole and started writing about what I think a great photograph has that makes it more than a good one. The world is littered with very good photographs, and that's not interesting to me. I like the great ones. A dozen years ago, I saw a photograph by Matthew Pillsbury. Jane's Carousel, America Round, in Brooklyn. It was in the New York Times Sunday Magazine, and it was great. I called up Matthew, he's a friend, and said how dazzled I was. I congratulated him and told him how pleased I was that his pictures seemed to be getting better and better. After the call, I looked at it again. What made it great? Hmm. I am, I have discovered in time, a formalist. I like work that sits in the middle of the frame by itself without a lot of competing information. I also like work that has a strong sense of verticality, meaning an uprightness, as if there were an unseen force of energy elevating that center. The Pillsbury image distills time. The long exposure blurs some of the detail, and lets the viewer bring some imagination to the looking. You get lost in it. Time stops. And that's good. I also like square format photographs because that finiteness makes things orderly. Pictures should earn and then use all of the real estate within the frame. I think an artist is someone who says, I jumped six inches into the air. That's my art. And you think, huh, what's the big deal? Then they jump exactly six inches into the air. Not five, not seven, six. They deliver. I like that. 
Jumping is hard. The great American photographer Walker Evans advised, stare, it is the way to educate your eye, and more, stare, pry, listen, eavesdrop, die knowing something. You're not here for long. The more you look, the more you know. You must look to see, and you must look and look and look. At some point, I stumbled onto what I call the Goldilocks principle. Not everyone knows her story. Italians and Chinese apparently do not. So Google it if you must. Get to the part where Goldilocks discovers that things are best when they're not too hot, not too cold, but just right, like that. I'm happy to offer up two principles for what I think makes a photograph great. Balance and secrets. By balance, I mean the extraordinary feat of keeping all the balls in the air simultaneously, capturing and carefully, artfully, selecting and arranging a matrix of lines and shapes into a pleasing arrangement that one looks at and feels a sense of release. It's all there. Secrets are similar. You don't need to know everything. You want the artist to hold back something and tease you forward. The artist plants the germ of an idea, and you fulfill it. You give it life. Life, heart, soul, meaning. A few years ago, I went to see a disappointing, rather bloated production of King Lear in London. I was exhausted from the red-eye flight, slumped against the wall in the standing room in the stalls, wishing it would be over. And I heard this exchange between mad Lear and blinded Gloucester. Lear says, Yet you see how this world goes. To which Gloucester responds, I see it feelingly. Yes, electricity nearly flowed out of my butt. That's what great photographs do. My name is W.M. Hunt, and I am a New York City-based champion of photography. This text is adapted from a new, yet unpublished project, Great Photographs, or at least some really good ones. Thank you very much. W.M. Hunt, Bill Hunt, is first and foremost a photography collector, curator, and consultant, but he also has some radio in his blood long ago during the Vietnam War. Bill served as the head of traffic and continuity on the American Forces Vietnam Network in Saigon. Part of his job was to host a classical radio program every evening. He always opened his program with Beethoven's piano piece, Fur Elise. Here it is.
Beethoven's Führer Elise, performed by Vladimir Ashkenazi. Music requested by today's This I Believe essayist, W.M. Hunt. I want you to participate in This I Believe too and send in an essay. Don't worry if you think your written English isn't perfect. I'll help. Here's Laura Angela with the address. You can write to Susan at The Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's The Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's all for The Sound Kitchen this week. Keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Room for mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the answer to the question about the Mongolian-French mining joint venture. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, everyone.